and, and I, I'm going to use bad language. And the word I'm going to use is submission. Submission amen. has become a bad word. And people hate it. Mm -hmm. Everybody say amen. Now, amen. come on. Everybody in here struggles with submission. But let me tell you something. You do it every day. You, you submit when you pull up the stop signs. Amen. You submit when you pull the four-way stops and somebody's got to go. You submit when you allow people to merge in. Everybody, come on, amen, somebody. Amen. But submission is really a bad word. People don't like the word at all. And, and I'm here to kind of try to explain how submission in life gets you to where you should be and it actually gains you a better life and if I would not I remember uh, Larry Titus came up to me I didn't know who he was this was years ago we were at this church and then he just walked up to me and said hey um, the Lord really has put you in my spirit the Lord is telling me that I am your spiritual father I'm like what am I uh, Luke Skywalker you Darth Vader you know what I mean I'm I'm looking at him like this man telling me he's my father. I mean, you got to remember, I, didn't, I wasn't raised in the church. I came off the street. So that, and I, have, I didn't have a father. So I never even knew what that kind of was. And it was like, uh, uh, he's my father. And so I remember going, looking at him with skepticism, but I went, okay. And that was so out of my character. And then after that, we developed this relationship. And then he would just call and say, hey, I want you guys to meet me in uh, uh, Seattle, meet me in Boston, meet me in Baltimore. So we would go on these trips and we would just go and we would pray and the Lord would move and then all of a sudden he just really became my spiritual father. And if it was not for him, much I travel everywhere teaching Bible and I always give credit to Larry Titus for that. Amen. But what it came down to was my submission. Amen. Willing to submit. What is submission? It, mean, it means it means is that you're, you're willfully willing to, to deploy yourself to, to serving somebody else. It means that you, you, yield, you, yield your, your, you yield to another person's will or authority. And, that's, and, and, and nowadays, that's a bad thing. People don't like that. Amen. And I'm going, well, without submission, you will not accomplish anything in God. Amen. I'm glad you guys are saying amen. So submission is not a bad word. I'm going to actually show you that it's a great word. And if it's done right, you would break your neck trying to submit. Amen. All right. All right. Now, John chapter 4, verse 30. I think that's where we start, Chris. If we got to check. Always check with Jesus first. Right. When all else fails, just see what Jesus says. Amen. And there, here it is. The Samaritan woman. This is after the conversation that Jesus had at the well with the Samaritan woman. The Samaritan woman goes back into town and she does what? She tells everybody about Jesus. Amen. And then verse 30 says what? They came out of the town and made their way toward him. And everybody in the town came to find out. They came and they came to see Jesus. Everybody in town came to see Jesus. How? Because some woman says, hey, I met this guy. See, that's how churches are meant to be. Yeah. To grow, they're not, they're not meant to grow by giving away hot dogs Amen. and putting up bounce houses <laughs> and doing egg hunts and giving away candy on Halloween. Amen. Because let me tell you what everybody's going to do. They're going to come and they're going to take your candy, they're going to take your eggs, and they're going to eat your hot dogs, and they're going to go back to life. Yeah. Amen. Churches actually expand because we are yeast. Yeah. And Amen. when God drops us anywhere, what's in us begins to 
rise and then people go, what is that? The early church grew because they were watching the people going, these people are so different. I want to be part of that. Amen. So everybody in town, the Samaritan woman who did not have a great reputation, went back into town and says, I found Jesus and everybody came to see him. Hallelujah, Amen. somebody. I'll preach that another day. Come on. Meanwhile, his disciples urged him, Rabbi, eat something. So at this time, Jesus had been going all day, and the disciples realized, and they go, Jesus, listen, uh, 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 teacher, you got to eat something. You can't go like this. People are not, they're coming, and they're coming. We've been going a long time. You got to take some lunch, man. Take a break, eat something, go. But he said to them, I have food to eat that you know nothing about. Okay, go. Then his disciples said to each other, could someone have brought him food? The disciples are funny. And they're like, Jesus like, I got food you guys don't know anything about. And then they were like, well, somebody bring them something? <laughs> what, who brought it? Did somebody bring them a sandwich? It's like, uh, did, did, did somebody in the crowd bring Jesus? Jesus snuck off and ate something? I thought you said he didn't eat. They're just, they don't have a clue. They don't have a clue. And then Jesus kicks them in the stomach with this one. Go. My food, said Jesus, is to do the will of him who sent me and to finish he said, his work. Listen, my food, what is food? Food is fuel. Without fuel, you, it's hard to function. Everybody say amen. amen. So Jesus said, the thing that sustains me, the thing that keeps me going, the key thing that keeps me moving, my food is not God my, or, or the Father. My food is to do the will of the Father. Amen. That's the thing that fuels me. Amen. It's not, it's not God, it's not the Father, it's to do God's will, it's the fuel that fuels me. Hallelujah, somebody. He's saying, me submitting to God is the thing, it's the way that I get things done. It drives me, it's, it's, it comes out my pores. It, it, read me a little further, Chris. We weren't going. Oh, through. that was it? Yep. I don't like your version. It says, <laughs> what is this? Don't jump ahead. Oh, okay, there it is. My food is to do with the will of him that sent me and to finish what he told me to do. That's, that's all that fueled Jesus. Amen. Doing what uh, he was sent to do. In order to, do, to be that driven, you have to be that submitted. Submission is such a bad word because it makes you feel so less than. And it makes you seem so vulnerable. That when people hear submission, this is what it means. This is what people hear. Well, you want me to just be a slave to what somebody else is telling me to do. Yep. You want me never to have an opinion or never to have a thought, and that's not biblical submission. Amen. That's not what it is. It's actually taking your will, placing it inside of something, and then going out of your way to make sure you serve something. Eric, come on, somebody. Amen. I submit to what God is telling me to do. So my thing is, I, I am learning how to totally submit to God. How? Well, I don't do a lot of stuff I want to do. Amen. For instance, you better be glad this weather's changing. Come tell you, if winter goes a little bit further, I'm out of here. <laughs> I can't take it. It's just like I get depressed. In the January, in the February, oh, my continents get so low. Mm -hmm. people, people that know me, they try to encourage me. Well, it's, it's 40 today. <laughs> Amen. Okay, but it's 72 where, down where my friends are, you know what I'm saying? And it's like, so, and I always think somewhere, somebody right now is basking in very, very nice weather. And, and, I'm, and it's frost on the ground in May. <laughs> 
So my thing is, what is causing me, I'm not lying, what is causing me to stay here? Well, submission. Amen. Submission and love. Amen. If I didn't love you, I'd be out of here. Oh, you guys should feel so loved. Because <laughs> <laughs> I know if it was you, you'd be like, I love you, but I'm out of here. <laughs> no. Oh, I got to know. Thank you. But it's like, man, submission is, is something I'm trying to tell you. It's a safe place to be. It's Amen. not a bad word. It's not Amen. a bad word. It's actually the place of safety. Yep. When you submit to, to some, some, when you submit to God, it, it is so safe there. When you say, Lord, I don't really, my will is just, I'm going to try hard to push it to the ground. And I'm going to do exactly what you say the best I can. Amen. Because we don't all do it. Eh? Come on, somebody. Amen. I mean, that's like your child. Right? If you got the best child, I got great kids, but, ooh, man, they don't always. Amen. Amen. This morning, the clock went off, and I just shut it off. I didn't get up, though. <laughs> And then I, I, I popped up and I went, oh, shoot. So I'm looking like Julian, like, dude, okay, man, you got to get up. Do you want to get up? He's like, nah. <laughs> so I'm like, all right, I'm going to go and you roll with Courtney then. Is that good? Yeah, that's good. Now, I could have forced my will to see if he would have submitted. <laughs> all right, but I didn't do it. Amen. So what I'm saying is, is submission is really the place of, of comfort. It's not a bad word. Amen. Now, I'm going to get into something very hard. And I'm going to trust that you guys have grown. Amen. Amen. So don't stone me until I'm done. All right? <laughs> so let's go to the next one. What is it, Ephesians 5? Yes, 17. Start at 17. Therefore, do not be foolish. Now, therefore, because of what I said before, don't be foolish what? But understand what the Lord's will is. You got to understand what the Lord wants you to do. What is his will? Let me tell you something. You can't get God's will at home. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. If I would have sat at home all the time, I would never would have ran into God's will. I think church has a lot of issues. I think church has a lot of problems. I think church has horrible people that go to churches. Amen. 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 I think churches are built by denominational thought and rules by men. Yep. I think churches have been Americanized. Yep. Amen. We do American church. I don't even know if it's the right thing to do. Amen. But let me tell you something. Without it, I would be nothing. Amen. Without it, I wouldn't know the Lord. Hey, hey come on, somebody. Yep, yep. Amen. So my thing, the church and all its flaws, think about it. Man, how much do you really need it, though? To actually get to where God wants you to be, to actually let God to come, to allow God to come into your life the way he should, to sacrifice your life and give your life like you should. Oh, you got to have church to do it. So when church and all, people go, well, you know, them churches, they do. And I go, no way, you're right. And they go, I I didn't think you were going to say that. But one, what does it got to do with God? Everybody say amen. Amen. Because God ain't broke. The church just needs to tune up. But then the next piece is without it, I'm in trouble. I'll preach that later. That's not my message. Therefore, do not be foolish, but understand what the will of the Lord is. Come on. Do not get drunk on wine, which leads to debauchery. Uh-huh. Don't be in the beer tents getting all drunk up. I don't even know why he put this in here. It don't really fit. He's saying, he's saying therefore, don't be foolish, but understand what the will of the Lord is. Oh, maybe it's, maybe it's this. You can't understand it if you're drunk. Right. 
Amen. That just came to me. I'm like, what is this in here for? That don't really make sense. But maybe you won't understand God's will when you're drinking. So that means don't have arguments when you're drinking too much. Everybody say amen. Amen. Don't make major decisions when you're drinking too much. Amen. Somebody says, will drinking send you to hell? No, but it'll put you in some hellish situations. Amen. All right, all right. So my thing is, don't, don't have to wake up next day going, what did I do? Amen. Or worse than that, don't have the sobering up uh, uh, effort of being in jail. Right. Yeah. Because you did something stupid. So people go, man, do you drink? I go, no. no. Why don't you drink it? You think it's bad, it'll send me to hell? No. The Bible doesn't talk about drinking. It talks about drunkenness. Amen. But I'm not going to do it. I always want my wits about me. Amen. I'm crazy enough without... <laughs> my mind drifts too much with... Put alcohol in me? Oh, that's scary. <laughs> That's scary. I don't want nothing to do with that. Come on, come on. I hate that you guys are agreeing so hard. <laughs> Instead, Chris, be filled come on. with. I don't the... even know where we are. Come on. Instead, be filled with the Spirit. Instead, if you want to get filled with something, be filled with the Spirit. Amen. All right, come on. Speaking to one another with psalms, hymns, and songs from the Spirit. Somebody says addressing and encouraging one another with people standing up here singing and doing hymns and spiritual songs and making melody to the Lord with your heart. Amen. All right, all right. So people go, why, why do you sing? Well, it's telling us to. Yep. Right, right. Yep. Come on, come on, Chris. Sing and make music from your heart to the Lord, always giving thanks to God the Father mm -hmm. for everything Give in the name of our Lord. thanks to the Father because all things come from the Father through the Son because without the Son we'll never get to Him. And it comes to us by the power of the Holy Spirit. All things comes from the Father through the Son by the Spirit. Amen. Amen. All three of them have a job. Yep. Everything comes from the Father. He's the source. But you will never get to the Father without the Son. That's why he says when you pray, pray what? In, in my name. So I'm like, do we have to say that every time? Because I know we pray in your name. I don't know if we got to say it every time, but it sounds good, so I do. <laughs> and then it comes to us by the power of the Holy Spirit. Because if Jesus walked through this door right here, we'd all see him. Amen. Hallelujah, somebody. If the father ripped off the roof and, and, and levitated down in the church, we'd probably be all dead. <laughs> amen. I don't know if we're holy enough. Everybody say amen. amen. But the Holy Spirit is dwelling with us right now. So all things come from, through, by. That's why it's three of them. That's another message. I got too many messages. <laughs> come on, let me go. Submit to one another out oh, of reverence for Christ. Christ. Submit. To one another out of reverence for God, reverence for Christ. Amen. Reverence for Jesus, under, out, of, out of respectful reverence for Jesus. When we come in here, listen, we have to submit to one another. Meaning what? You, you got to give people a pass. You got to give them a break. Hallelujah, somebody. Amen. You got to hear their opinions. You got to hear their thoughts. They got to matter more than you. Amen. That's the hard one. Yeah, you matter, but not more than me. Right. No, submission means that you know what? I'm going to willfully say that I am your servant. Whatever you need. And then the other person going, no, whatever you need. And you guys are standing there looking stupid going, no, whatever you need. No, whatever you need. 
So we don't go without when we submit because while you're submitting, people are submitting to you. So you're getting everything that you need anyway. People are giving you the same respect that you're giving them. Hopefully. It says to submit to one another, man. It's the will of God. Here's the beauty of it. God isn't asking us. See, submission is not a, well, you guys should try to figure this out. Do it if you can. No, he's commanding us to do it. Amen. Now, now, we're about to go deep. And this is why I say, don't hit me until I'm finished. <laughs> Chris, read me 22. Wives, submit yourselves to your own husbands as you do to the Lord. Now, this ain't the book of Canaan. Before you start thinking, I, I wrote this in there and inscribed it in there. You see it on that screen. Wives, be willing to submit to your husband. And let me tell you something. Hopefully when I get done, you will die to do it. Amen. All right. Now, I, in order for me to explain this, I have to go back. When, I, when everything happened to me, I took an exhausted look, not at the other person, but at myself. Amen. And I went, man, okay. Um, I know what I did right, but God, let's, let's, be, let's talk about what I could have did better, what I did wrong. Amen. So I started looking at stuff, and then God took me to this passage, and he showed me something, and this is how he did it. 007, you got those pictures for me? Yeah. Put the first one up. I think the first one is a frame. And this is where it gets deep. So God says, okay, listen, picture a frame. This is a very expensive frame. It's an it's a, it's a, a, a antique um, frame that I, found, that I found and I looked at it and I went, wow, that's an amazing frame. It's handcrafted, it's gold flaked. It's a very nice frame. You can take a very nice frame and God says the frame is the man. Okay. All right, now look at that frame. Here's the thing, even though in this detail and in this night, it's beauty and stuff, it has a hole right in the middle of it. Right. And you're, no, no matter how beautiful that frame is, you're not going to put it on your wall like that. Amen. Amen. All right. Why? Because it's not complete. Amen. Amen. Go back to Adam. God makes Adam, forms Adam, and then God says something. He says, Adam, I messed up. Remember, God said he made the earth, it was good. He made the animals, it was good. He made the firmament, it was good. He made heaven and earth, it was good. He says, I made man, it was not good. Right. Amen. He says, I made you all one, like me. I made you all one. God doesn't need anything. He made Adam the same way, and he goes, listen, I messed up. I made you all one. That's where we get the word alone. All one, all, all one, all alone. That's where we get that word, I made you alone. So then what happens is he puts Adam to sleep. He takes something away from Adam. Mm -hmm. Think about it. He could have just made Eve like he made Adam. Right. He didn't have to take something out of Adam and put it into Eve. Right. So he, he, he puts Adam to sleep, takes something out of Adam, a rib. Then he forms Eve around the rib, and then he brings him back to her, to him. And then Adam goes... Oh, my God, that's what's missing. Amen. 
You're bone of my bone, flesh of my, whatever he said. Yeah. He says, you're the thing that I'm missing because I'm a nice frame. Yeah. Amen. God says, you're a great frame. I think, thank you. <laughs> you got great detail, but, it, but it's a whole. Yeah. Amen. All right, go to the next picture. This is Lisa. <laughs> now her name wasn't Mona. Mona no. means madam or, or, or mistress. She was, she was a, a socialite, an aristocrat. She was married to a very rich man. Mm -hmm. Her name is actually Lisa. So here's Lisa. And the, the, the painter paints her. And, I get, and she was pretty hot for her day. <laughs> So Lisa sits there, and then her, her husband loved her so much that he wanted to capture her in, 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 in artwork. And now this is one of the most expensive pieces in the world. Everybody say amen. Amen. And so the painter paints her, and she's nice. She looks beautiful. But you ain't going to hang her on the wall like that. Amen. Know why? Because something's missing. Mm-hmm. It's a nice piece. She, she looks great. The art is beautiful, but you're not going to hang it on the wall. And my thing is, why? Because if you do, she'll be unprotected. Amen. Because you know what frames do? They protect. Amen. They enhance. Go to the next one. This is the frame and Lisa put together. So before this, that's a very nice frame. And that's a very nice picture, but it doesn't become art. Amen. Till you put them together. Hallelujah. Now listen. This is where it gets deep. This is where we get into the stuff. All right. Now, what is the frame doing? It is enhancing the beauty of Lisa. Amen. See, because when she was just on the wall without a frame, you didn't, really, you didn't really see the, the, the detail in it. The frame brings out all the beauty that's in it. It, 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 it cultivates and, and enhances everything about her. But Amen. then here's Lisa, the picture of Lisa. She fills that big hole in the middle of the frame. Amen. Marriage is artwork. You have a frame who does what? Protects, right, right? Covers, enhances, brings out the best in. And then you have the picture that does what? Completes. Because remember, God says, man, dude, I made men need help. So he goes, I'm gonna make you someone to help you. Not for someone who you boss around, Amen. And tell them what to do all the time and they have no opinion. Right. Dude, I sent them there to help you. Now, what does the woman get? Man, you get the chance to be everything you want to be. Double O, lead that up. But Chris, you move forward. Go. For the husband is the head of the wife. Because the husband is the head of the wife. Come on. As Christ is the head of the church. Now, here's the thing we can't leave out. As Christ is the head of the church. Let me say, let me tell you something. Wives, you got it easy. Women, you got it easy if you're looking for a husband. 
All you got to do is submit. All the pressure is on him. Go further, Chris. Now, as the church submits to Christ, so also wives should submit to their husbands in everything. Uh Uh-huh. Husbands, love your wives just as Christ loved the church. Husbands, love your wife not like you normally love. Because you love like this. It's based on what you do for me. It's based on how I feel that day. It's based on if I feel like I'm getting enough out of you. (laughs) It's based on if you made me mad or not. Mm -hmm. Amen. It's based on if you gained a little weight or... And you know what? I I was talking to a couple and and the man actually brought that up that she's gained a little weight. And I went, first of all, you are not going to win any competitions anytime soon yourself. <laughs> and I'm like, how many kids you got? Three? She had three of your kids. Yep, yeah. You messed her up if you think she gained some weight. <laughs> but how about this? A real man, it don't matter. Amen. What do you want? You want a wife? You want a woman? You want your girl? Or you want somebody the world can can say, oh, she looks great to make you feel better. Amen. Amen. I can't stand shallow people. You know? And it's like, so the onus is on the man because it's not on the woman. All the woman's got to do is submit to understand his headship. God has put him in, give him headship over me. But here's the thing with his headship, because he loves me like Christ loves the church. How does Christ love the church? Well, man, he forgives it. Man, he encourages it. Amen, somebody. Mm -hmm. Man, he provides for it. Man, he loves it with it to death. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Who wouldn't want to submit to a guy that's doing you like that? Amen. Because you know that in my submission, all he wants is what's best for me. The the submission part is easy. Dude's got the hard part. I got to love you like Jesus loved the church. The church is ridiculous, and Jesus still loves it. Mm-hmm. The church talks back, and Jesus still loves it. Amen. The church sells out, and Jesus still loves it. Yeah. The church disobeys, and he still loves it. Yeah. I lose somebody. I lose somebody. Do even women go, I can't submit. I'm like, you're so silly. Submission part is the easy part. Men got the hard part. Yeah, love you like Christ loves the church. But if I can pull it off, Oh, you will break your neck to submit. Amen. Yes. Because why? It's the safest place you'll ever be. Amen. It's the way you'll become everything that God wants you to become. It's the way you become everything you want it to be. Because now I'm safe in this border now. I'm boarded and framed by this, this, this beautiful frame. And he's bringing out all my qualities. Hallelujah. All my good points. He's br- Look at Lisa. She looks amazing. <laughs> he's bringing out my eyes and he's bringing out my hair he's bringing out all my abilities he's, and he's protecting me the whole time while I'm trying to figure it out but then men what do we get man I'm so complete now I had a big hole in the middle of me and I was filled with something Amen. I had something missing and now here it is and now I got it back now I'm feeling like 100% Amen. that's what Christian marriage is 
That's what God intends it to be. He wrote this to actually give us the start of, listen, this is a perfect plan. Wives, just submit to your husband's headship. Now, knowing this, he's got your best interest. Just take your will, put it inside his, serve as best you can. And I'm saying, husbands, if you love them the right way, they will break their necks submitting to you. Because it's the best place they'll ever be. It's the safest place for them. It's their place of comfort. They'll, 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 they can't wait till you get home. They can't wait to get home. But then men go, man, I'm away. If I'm out, I'm missing something. I got to get home. Amen. Hallelujah, somebody. <laughs> Why? Because you know what? I got to wipe that submits to me. So when I get home, oh, I'm a king. <laughs> Who wouldn't want to go home to that? I would never get distracted by somebody else. Amen. I don't want hamburger when I got steak at home. Hallelujah, somebody. So if this one is good by itself, the other is good by itself, but it doesn't become art until yep. it comes together the right way. So, Chris, where are we? 26. To make her holy, cleansing her by the washing with water through uh -huh. the word. It says, well, that's 26? Yes. He died to make the church holy. He used the telling of God the good news to make her church clean, washing it. See, what he's saying is the husband's job is to bring out all the best in the wife. Not by telling her, you better do this, you better do that, you better do this. By encouraging her, by protecting her, by, by giving her what she needs to be able to accomplish it. By nurturing her, by being patient with her, by, by making sure that no one, by complimenting her, by making sure you re she realizes that you are the art, you are the picture, I am the frame. Amen. I was looking at this thing about waltzing. I, I don't know why I just stopped on it because they had really nice clothes. And I was watching it and the, and the instructor says, it's the man's job to frame the woman when they walk. To show the woman how, how beautiful she is, how nice her gown flows. His job is just to frame it, to present it. Amen. That's what, we, that's what Christian marriage is. Amen. Now see, it's getting quiet because everybody got to think, is my marriage running like that? Probably not. Amen. So it's like if we think about it, he died to make the church holy. He used the telling of the good news to make the church clean, washing it with water. Verse 27. And to present her to himself as a radiant church. And it says to do what? To present him, not this thing that you want men to think, but to present her to himself. This perfect church. Amen. I'm, well, wait a minute, she gained a little weight. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> Amen. Wait a minute, she cut her hair. Well, it was, you know, it was getting too long anyway. I don't care nothing about no hair. I, 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 I had to break up arguments, people arguing over hair. It's like, you really arguing over hair? It's going to grow back. Right, Hallelujah, somebody. Hallelujah. It's like, man, he says that, listen, I'm trying, I'm, I, I died for this, and I'm trying to make my wife as beautiful as I can, and I'm bringing her, and I'm going to present her back to me. I'm not presenting her to the world. Right. Amen. Christ says that I'm trying to make the church perfect for me. Amen. Hallelujah. Come on. 
Without stain or wrinkle or any other blemish. Without spot or wrinkle. So that means through, listen ladies, listen to me. When your dude says, I don't care that your butt is dragging a little bit. <laughs> Take the compliment. Amen. Because this is what women do. Oh no, it's too big. That's your opinion. Right. Amen. Hallelujah, somebody. Because uh -huh. what he sees is a church without spot or wrinkle. What he sees is a wife without spot or wrinkle. Now, I know the church has plenty of spots and plenty of wrinkles. <laughs> but Jesus goes, no, I'm going to get, I can't see them. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah, somebody. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, somebody. So here's wives coming out like, oh, my God, look at this. Look at this. Look at this. <laughs> and the man standing there going, what? This. <laughs> Why do you have on long sleeves in this 90? Because of this. <laughs> and the guy's going, what difference do you look silly? Right. But no, I don't want everybody to see this. It ain't for everybody, it's for me. Amen. And if I don't see spot nor wrinkle, hallelujah, somebody, hallelujah. Because hallelujah. dudes don't care. They be like, hey, it is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, oh man, oh boy. I should do something about it, but I'm not. <laughs> you got to think. Does he love me the way I am? Yeah, without spot or wrinkle. I'm like, the church has so many spots, so many wrinkles, I don't understand the scripture. It's like, man, we'll never get to the church. We'll always have problems, you know why? Because it's people in them. And as long as people are in, we're going to have problems. Issues are going to be. And Jesus says, I know. But what I see is I see no spots. I see no wrinkles. Now, husbands, love your wife that way. Chris, come on. In this same way, husbands ought to love their wives as their own bodies. Yep. He who loves his wife loves himself. It's just, so here's the thing. If you don't love your wife, then you don't really love yourself. Because you're supposed to love her like you love your own body. How? Well, I feed it. Hallelujah, somebody. Hopefully I bathe it often. You know, I take care of it. So my thing is, he says, love your wife like you love you. Amen. Like you love your own body. And how do you, you got to take care of your body to function down here. He says, so love your wife the same way. Now, if you don't, then you don't, you don't love her. Amen. No, I do love her. No, you love her as long as she's doing what you tell her to do. Amen. But the reason why she don't do what you tell her to do is because you ain't loving her like Christ loves the church. See, the pressure Amen. is on the dude, but women, shut up. <laughs> Come on now. Because if you do have a godly man and God begins to speak, don't be arguing so much. Amen. Come on, come on. Yep. It's artwork now. Hallelujah. Come on, come on, Chris. After all, no one ever hated their own body, but they feed and care for their body just as Christ does the church. Yeah, he says, so husband, you know how you are with your own self, so you need to care for her. You need to love her more than you love yourself. Come on. For we are members of his body. Yep. For this reason, a man will leave his father and mother and be united to his now, wife. For this reason, a man will leave his mother and father and become artwork with someone else. Amen. 
Wait a minute. You stop being a son and you become a husband. Amen. That's why women don't like mama's boys. Oh, man, you, never, you, you, you won't leave mama alone. You won't leave mama out of this. Mm -hmm. Amen. Did you marry mama or you marry me? Amen, somebody. Amen. Somebody you need, to, you need to call your girl mama. Don't call her mother, though. That's weird. But mama, you ain't going to be my mother, but you can be my mama. <laughs> it's like it says you leave your mother and father and you become what? One with someone else. That means that you were separate. That means that you were a frame and she was a picture and now you become one. You begin to make that journey. Hallelujah, somebody. Come on. This is a profound mystery. Now, this is profound, guys. Amen. This is like the secret. This is the secret to success in marriage, Christian marriage. It's a mystery because you know what? Uh, divorce rate is 50%. Mm -hmm. and, then that, and then here's another stat. Only like 30% of marriages are really good. Right. Mm -hmm. So when you're single, you go, I don't want nothing to do with that. Amen. <laughs> Kimberly. <laughs> what do I do with that? And then Paul comes along and says, I wish you'd not be married. Right. Know, what, know what Paul is saying? Because you don't do it right. Amen. And if you do, it hinders your relationship with God. I'll lose somebody. But then Paul goes on and said, but you should get married if you need to. Amen. But it's got to be like this. Yeah. All right. Come on a little further. But I am talking about Christ and the church. Yep. However, each one of you must also love his wife as he loves himself, and the wife must respect her husband. That seems pretty simple to me. Amen. I don't know why. It, it seems, now I go, oh, that's Man, that seems so simple. So I look back and I go, okay, well, I could have done that. I could have done this. should have done that. Learn from my mistakes. And, then, and if anybody can glean from my, my I'm good with that. Amen. I am a very nice frame. But it's a hole in me. And I'll figure it out. Or I won't. But what I'm saying is, You got to pray that your marriage becomes artwork. And in order to pull it off, both of you have to submit. First to the Lord, then to each other. In order to pull that off, Cause I like Lisa. She seemed like a nice girl. And I love that frame. That's a really nice frame. Apart, they're very, they're very good. But together, man, they're dangerous. Amen. It's, like, it's, like, it's like Batman and Catwoman. They just won't get the, They know they want to get together, but they won't do it. In the last scene in, 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 in the new Batman, they came and, and Catwoman was getting ready to go and Batman goes, you're leaving? And she's like, yeah, I got to get out of here. Just come with me. And then back, you can see Batman wants to go, but he's driven by trying to make the world a better place by beating people up. 
And he's like, man, and he's not saying nothing. And she can see that you really do want to come, but I see you're taken. You're already taken. So they get on the motorcycles and they're riding side by side. Then they get to this fork in the road and she goes that way, he goes that way. And then all the time he's looking in the mirror and slowly she's just not in sight anymore. And I'm thinking, you guys would be so dangerous together. Batman and Catwoman together? That'd be scary, man. Villains wouldn't have a chance. But so separate, very formidable. But together, oh, man. If I don't have that, I'll stay by myself. So what am I saying? Submission's not a bad word. In fact, it's a very good word. And let me get you even further. God is telling us to do it. We can't erase that out of the Bible. I don't like that. People go, oh, that's good. Yep, I'll do that. Yep, that's the will of the Lord. Oh, hold on. I've, had, I've done weddings and people go, are you going to say the submit thing? And I go, I never say the submit thing. You know why? Because you can't handle it. If you ever been to one of my weddings, I've never said, I submit. Never say it. You know why? I ain't going to put that pressure on you. I pray God will teach you what that means. Hallelujah, somebody. Love, honor, and obey. And the, and the woman standing there in her moment, she's like, yes. Knowing she don't mean it. When that dress come off, don't be telling me what to do. <laughs> but the dude, you got to think, are you worth her doing what you're telling her to do? Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. What are you bringing? You're bringing it, you, are you bringing it to where she says, I always do what this dude says. You know why? It always benefits me. Yeah. I love me through him. Because man, he takes care of me. And man, if I feel like nothing, he makes me feel better. Man, if I gain a little weight, he still sees no spots, no wrinkles. Man, if I feel like I can't, he encouraged me that I could, and he keeps me safe while I'm trying to figure it out. And then the dude is going, man, I was kind of empty. Go home to myself all the time. Get tired of cooking everything, washing everything, get tired of figuring things out. And, and then it's like, man, I, it's a hole. But I, if it ain't art, I'm not doing it. I'm not in. Amen. So everyone needs to do this. Stop looking at the other one and look at yourself. Now here's the thing. You better hope the other person doing that too. So we will pray. Hallelujah, somebody. Come on up. So what am I saying? Submission's not bad. I got more. We won't do it this week. We got baptism. I'm going to get you off of this marriage stuff. I know you're going, thank you, Keenan, shut up. <laughs> not done with it. We'll finish next week, maybe. But I'm trying to get you to see that submission is not a bad word. Submit to one another. Submit to Christ. And we go, we can't. Well, I'm saying you do it all the time. You do it out there in society all the time. If you don't submit, what happens? You go to jail. You get penalized for it. 
so society will break down without submission, people. Because everybody just feels like I can do whatever. So, what kind, so when you come to a stop sign and nobody's there, do you still stop? Sometimes I feel dumb, like, why am I stopping? I mean, like, one in the morning, coming home for something and, and come to a stop sign, nobody's there. Why am I stopping at the stop sign? Oh, I know why. It's because it's, it's the laws of the land and I'm submitting to them. You submit every time you go to work and you want to hit your boss in the head with a frying pan. But you don't do it. Why? Because you need your money? Well, yeah, well you got to submit. So I'm not saying the person you submit to will always be perfect, but what I am saying in, in this thing, in, in the Christian mindset, he is perfect. But you know why he's perfect? Because he realizes that she's perfect. And so now they leave the parents. They leave their past life and they become artwork together. That's what God's concept of submission is in marriage. Everybody say amen to that. Let's pray. Father, we give you glory and praise and we thank you, Lord. We ask that you continue to bless us. And I personally pray for all the marriages, Lord, that you will help them see you will help them figure things out that you will stay right in the midst of them hallelujah i pray for people who are single lord i pray for them and i say lord you know they, they are perfect pictures or they may be very great frames and lord i pray that they will be able to recognize when the time is right lord i pray for those who know what marriage might not be in their future so lord i pray that you know what paul said that we can do that too so, Lord, have your way. Guide us, Lord. But one thing we do pray for is a submitted heart. Submitted to you, submitted to Jesus, submitted to the Holy Spirit, submitted to one another. So, Lord, we thank you and praise you for the ability to do so. So, Lord, grace and mercy will be needed because we're corrupted by this world in the way we think. But, Lord, that's just it. We're trying to be transformed by the renewing of our minds. So, Lord, we ask and pray that you bless us in Jesus' name. Amen. Come on, let's do communion so we can...